Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus. I'm Tess Taylor. My guest today is Sean Hansen. Sean is the executive director of the outreach program of Brainerd Lakes. Sean, welcome to Community Focus. Thanks for having me on today. Oh my goodness, it's so nice to hear your voice. <laughs> Let's talk about the outreach program of Brainerd Lakes. I know in the past it was known as something else and, and give folks a kind of an overview of what you're all about. Sure. So we've been in uh, Nisswa since 2012, so we've been around for a while. We used to be called Kids Against Hunger. And back in those days, we primarily shipped our food overseas to third world countries uh, to truly starving children. And in 2019, we went through a process to rebrand to our new name, which is called the Outreach Program of Brainerd Lakes. And really, the rebranding came out of uh, some research that we had done about what food insecurities we had right here in the United States and primarily into Minnesota. Mm -hmm. And so with a a group of our board of directors, we just kind of decided to change our mission over a little bit. Um, We still would love to do some things overseas when we can. But with the rebrand, we came with a a goal of 80 to 90 percent of the food that we package here in Nisswa to go within a 100-mile radius of the Brainerd Lakes area. Wow. And be able to still use 10 to 20 percent of that for international or disaster relief, like what we did for the Bahamas back in 2019 when they had their hurricane. Yeah, I remember that. A little that. bit of rebranding, but then, of course, COVID came back around and kind of changed <laughs> that rebranding again for us uh, to a little bit different mission. But mm-hmm. And we should back up a little, and I, I know none of us will look back to 2020, but you guys really, as most of us did, we had to change gears a little bit and do things differently. How did things change for you when the pandemic hit and when 2020 nailed us? <laughs> So I remember on March 6th of 2020, we were up in Coleraine doing a packing event with three high school FFA programs, and they were working on, at that time, a program called uh, Knockout Hunger in Itasca County. And we came home with the intentions that our regular year was going to proceed, and 10 days later, we were forced with the decision of whether to close our facility due to COVID mm-hmm. or to continue to doing what we were doing. So we really took to heart what our community was going to need throughout this pandemic and what was going to happen to our local area food shelves Mm -hmm. um, with people losing their jobs or having to be quarantined or home or whatever the situations were. And we actually made the option to stay open. So we have never closed our doors since COVID-19 hit, and we just refocused our mission so that 80 to 90 uh, percent within a hundred mile radius of Brainerd actually became a hundred percent of our food wow. to go within sixty to eighty miles radius Holy of Brainerd. Cow. Wow! But I think the biggest thing for us is we are a volunteer organization, so we relied on people ages four to one hundred and four to come and pack meals. And unfortunately, with COVID nineteen, that all changed. Well, yeah, I was going to say the older folks were got a little bit that you probably lost some there. You we know, did. Yeah. You know, you think about. Our funding mechanisms changed. Mm-hmm. Before COVID-19, we were primarily funded by churches, um, and that's where most of our volunteers came through. So funding came from churches and came from uh, some civic groups that had lawful gambling and individuals. And if you think about what COVID did, churches stopped going to church. Yep. Uh, the pickle factory in Nisswa closed because of COVID, so no more gambling. Yep. And individuals like you and I, Tess, we just kind of took a look at our own life and said, what can we dial back? And so our funding mechanisms kind of died at the same time. Um, But I will tell you, if you ever question why you live in the Brainerd Lakes area, 
don't. Don't. Because the people here are so incredible. And we started to receive some grant dollars. We had people that were stepping up and helping us financially, businesses, civic groups, you name it. And we went into a mode of shipping out 35,000 meals a week. A week? A week. Oh, my. Now, we do that pretty reasonably. It's only 30 cents a meal. Yeah. So from a cost effectiveness, we are great. But it costs money to buy those ingredients and get them out the door. Mm -hmm. But we got grants. We got grants from places like the Brainerd Community Foundation and United Way and Crowing Power and CTC and Happy Dancing Turtle. And our, our grants kept coming in, and people continued to help support us so that we could keep feeding families. Um, and the needs kept growing. Mm-hmm. So we kind of set our goal before COVID that we thought we would pack about 500,000 meals for the year. Okay. And at the end of 2020, <laughs> and I say this with pride, but I also choke with tears. I'm going to cry for you. <laughs> we, we packaged over a million meals. Oh. And so. That goes I, to show you. <laughs> yeah. And we did that with one-fourth of the volunteer population that we had utilized the year before packing 400,000 meals. So less people packed more food. Um, Wow. Pretty humbling. (laughs) Yeah, very much so. And I know, too, you partnered with some businesses in Nisswa. You held some drive-through fundraisers. That was kind of fun. We did. We got really creative, (laughs) actually, of how to raise money. Um, Luke Ganley at Ganley's Restaurant approached us about doing a one Friday night uh, fish fry, which turned into five Friday <laughs> nights in a row. Yep. Um, and it was great because it was a great way for people to get good food. It was a great way to support a restaurant, and it was great for our charity. And then we had a young gentleman, oh, I think he's a fourth grader now, that held a lemonade stand for us. He did it once in his neighborhood, raised a couple hundred dollars, decided to do it again uptown Nisswa and raised over $2,000 for us. <laughs> wow. Um, and the, the fun list of creativity just kept going. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a gentleman that has a state farm office in Baxter. And when we were all on shutdown the very first time, uh, Brett Logan had a T-shirt design that said hunkered down in the BLA. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we sold T-shirts and outreach got the money for oh, it. So wow. All kinds of creative ways that people were wanting to help their neighbor. Mm-hmm. Um, So we made it through in 2020. It was definitely a trying year for us, but on the same notion, we learned a lot, and we are super proud of the connections that we have been able to make within our community because of what we are able to do here to support families uh, with food. And I know you were also at one point, I think it was during the summer, the full tummies. Weren't you providing meals, uh, kind of supplemental meals to those in need as well during that? We did. So we've been able to partner with So we provide our food at many of our local area food shelves. Mm -hmm. Um, It's out at the college, at Central Lakes College, both in Brainerd and Staples. But the other thing that we were able to do is we've always been a part of Operation Sandwich, um, but we were able to grow that. We helped at Sharing Bread Soup Kitchen. We helped with full tummies when Kevin Stump and John Rebwain came up with that concept. And so if there was a way for us to help people with providing meals, we certainly want to do that. We offer two different breakfast products, and we have six lunch dinner products, mm-hmm. and all of them only require somewhere between three to eight cups of boiling water. Wow. So our meals were a great supplement. So when, like, Full Tummies did their meal distribution, 
you got your, your sandwiches and stuff through that program, and then they also gave you our meals to supplement you through the week. That's amazing. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, the partnerships have been uh, pretty tremendous throughout this past year. Fantastic. Well, like you said, this is the area to be with when it comes to generosity. Holy cow. I mean, it's yeah. humbling, like you said. Um, and now let's look ahead a little bit, Sean, into 2021, as, as I'm guessing it's kind of hard to predict, you know, where we're going to go this year, what's going to happen. But what are you guys framing up? Do you need volunteers? What, what do you need? Yeah, so let's talk about volunteers a little bit. So when COVID hit, we kind of had to lock our doors and, and really screen the process of having volunteers in here. We really, truly cannot accommodate kids right now, okay. uh, littles anyway. We have been working quite substantially the last couple of months with some high schools. So Brainerd, Pillager, and Pequot Lakes are all bringing high school students in to help us pack. And so we're kind of focused in that age 15 and above to be our volunteers. We do have a screening process that we ask you to go to. Primarily it is, you know, making sure that you're not exposed to COVID or, or being around someone that's highly susceptible to it. Okay. We would love to be able to open our doors back up, but we're just not ready yet. So we're going to run with a... More of a skeleton crew. If you are interested, though, in being a volunteer, it's super easy. The best way to do it is email us, tell us that you want to help, and maybe give us some ideas of, of date, days or evenings or weekends that work for you. And then as we have openings, we'll reach out to you and say, hey, would you like to come up? We, um, the volunteer process is pretty easy. You just have to be healthy. You do have to go through a, a sanitization process when you get here. And you pack for basically an hour and a half to two hours with a small group of people, somewhere between eight people to 24. Wow. Our building's rather large, so we can hold uh, comfortably up to 24 people mm-hmm. packing. And I would tell you that we need you. I would, most of the volunteer opportunities for people kind of went away with COVID. And we happen to be an agency that I think we felt we came up with a great plan, uh, a safe plan for people to be in here. Mm-hmm. I will caveat this just transparency we cannot accommodate the six foot distance it does not work for us in what we do you've been here in practice yep. before you and your daughter so you kind of know but we can do masking and we can do other things to safeguard you so you're going to be about three feet from okay. someone yep. um but if you're interested definitely reach out to us i always tell people the best way to ever connect with us truly is through our facebook page we're pretty active on <laughs> facebook yep and so if you want to see what's going on with us follow us on our Facebook page. That's the easiest. Our website is really just a landing site. We're a small organization with one staff person, and so it's just hard for us to manage everything. Mm -hmm. So we say social media is through Facebook. Um, And then I would tell you some things like this. Most people know about a couple events that we're involved in. So we have a large fishing tournament called the Fishing Den Hunger Tournament that happens in October. Uh, That was very successful for us in 2020. It's an outdoor event, and it was a two-person boat, so it worked. Now, there's a new event that happens in February called the Frozen Four and the Frozen Flop. Mm-hmm. We yes. know it well. <laughs> it, it's going off this year, but in a totally different format than has ever been done before because of COVID. Okay. And that is in partnership between the Go Lake Events Group that actually puts on the event and uh, our charity as well as Confidence Learning Center. And what we have decided this year is we are taking a step back um, from the Frozen Four this year and the proceeds will go to camp, and we feel really good oh. about that. They're a great organization. We're proud to be a partner with them, um, but this is a year that they could use that boost, and, uh, you know, they're big recipients of the extravaganza for the Brainerd yeah. CDCs, 
And so that's taking a different look. And so for this year, for February, we're going to take a step back from Frozen Four, hoping to come back into that mix going forward. That's amazing. Um, but we have our fishing tournament, and we've got a couple other things in mind um, to help us with some fundraising coming up. And then I would think no one knows what 2021 is going to bring. Right. right? Yep. So we're going into it with a plan that no matter what, we will be here for our community. If that is 100,000 meals, if that's 500,000 meals, or if it's a million meals again, mm-hmm. that's, we know we have the capacity to do it. Right. Uh, we have to secure the funding, so we are definitely always looking for people to help contribute to those dollars. Um, if you're not familiar with our organization, when a food shelf, as an example, gets meals from us, there is no cost. them we provide that to them at no cost what we ask is is that people help contribute dollars for when we buy our ingredients sure yep so we kind of take it in on the front side and when it goes out our door it's at no cost and that's the way we really um, developed this in 2012 and that's the way we want it to stay yeah and I know that, and you you made you alluded to this that uh, you are always t- accepting donations with a grateful heart. And anyone who would like to make a contribution just to help cover the costs, if you, you know if you don't feel comfortable being a volunteer but you want to help support this, they can always mail you a check or find your contact information online, right? Yeah, so it's great. We're very easy to find. We're located here in Niswa, so you can always mail a check uh, directly to us. You can also email me, and my name is super easy. It's Sean, S-H-A-W-N, and we are at the Outreach Program, BLA.org. We do have a portal on our website that you can make an online donation if you would like to. Okay. We are a, uh, a charity, so it's a tax deduction nice. for you if you do make a contribution. We'll be glad to give you that information for your taxes. And consider making a donation. Here's the greatest part. You don't have to give a lot to make a huge difference. Yeah, you, what did you say, 33 cents a meal is the cost? Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty amazing. We do uh, some pretty great things for a, a little bit of money. So, you know, a $10 donation, 100 whatever works for you, mm-hmm. um, we put it to immediate use. Wonderful. All right. Sean, is there anything else uh, that you'd like to say or anything else we need to know about the outreach program of Brainerd Lakes? I'll try to say this without crying because I get pretty emotional. You know me personally. I do. um, (laughs) I'm the same way. (laughs) I think that all of the bad that everybody has experienced this last year, it's been tough on people and we get it. Everybody understands it. Um, I think that there are so many great things that have come out of this. The love and generosity and care that people are showing for their neighbor is incredible. We happen to be one of those Uh, organizations that have witnessed that day in and day out. Loving your neighbor is simple. It's just offering your hand. And whether that's through a little bit of financial commitment or volunteering, uh, your neighbors need you. People do not understand that food insecurity is real. It is real. Mm -hmm. One in six people in Minnesota wonder where their next meal is coming from. So that might not be you or me today. Mm Mm-hmm. But it could be your neighbor or it could be the person that you just passed at the grocery store yeah. or somebody at your church. Don't, do not think that because we live here in the Brainerd Lakes area, it's not here. It is, it is here. Security is here. Mm-hmm. And we need to do our part to make sure that no child or adult ever has to worry about where their next meal is coming from. Right. Amen, sister. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. Well, Sean, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to visit with us. And again, if folks need more information, just go to Facebook and look up Outreach Program of Brainerd Lakes. And if you want to make that contribution, you can do so through their website. All that information is there. And I will give you this, and I know my husband would freak if he (laughs) said this. My cell phone, I'm available pretty much from (laughs) 7 o'clock in the morning till 10 o'clock at night. Okay. You can call my cell. It's 218-232. Three five two eight, and I would be glad to share any information about our organization that you are interested in knowing. Sounds good, Sean. Thank you. Bless you for what you're doing, and uh, we hope to have you on again soon and, and talk more about what's coming up in the new year. Okay. Awesome. Thanks, Tess. Have Thank a great day. you, Sean Hansen, the executive director of the outreach program of Brainerd Lakes. My guest today. I'm Tess Taylor. That's today's edition of Community Focus. And keep in mind, you can always listen to Community Focus anytime online at our website at 1067wjjy.com. And you can also pull it up through our free downloadable app. And that is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.